Welcome to Millennials with Mikes, discussions about movies, politics, religion, and more. I'm Aaron Mason. And I'm Christian Stevens. Good afternoon, everyone. Afternoon for when we're recording this, at least. Yeah. How, uh, how's your week been so far? It's been, uh, it's been very uh, slow yet productive, Aaron. <laughs> How, you say? Uh, well, yeah. It's quite simple. All the days run together now these days, don't they? <laughs> it's all one long day. Broken up into what I decide to watch and what I decide to read and what I decide to drink. <laughs> and that's how I can tell one day from another. Yeah, it, uh, of course, I'm working from home still, so, so that, that's lucky for you. That helps break it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Work, admittedly, is a little slow, being in marketing and things like that. Like, construction, our construction projects have not slowed down, but, like, yeah. marketing just, in general, has slowed down majorly, so, like, Definitely. my days are usually pretty fucking easy. That's good. <laughs> but breaking it up, like you said, between what I'm reading that day or one day with what I'm watching that day with what <laughs> yeah. Lauren wants to do and things like that. So right. Very monotonous. <laughs> yes, to say the least. <laughs> sometimes it bothers you more than others, you know? Yeah. But like Lauren, it was really getting to Lauren before she went to work today. She's still working, fortunately. She's but, a bit more of an extrovert, hasn't isn't she? Uh it comes and goes. Comes and goes. But I mean, she actually gets to go out and go to work. Yeah. And so that's like nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at least you get to like yeah leave, leave for the... more than an hour at a time. But yeah. um, you know it's difficult for everybody. I know it, it is. Mm-hmm. But that's true. You know, I've one good thing for me. I've been reading way more than I have in the last fifteen years. I've noticed that. That's good. And it, it's been that... nice. It really That's has. a healthy uh, new hobby to get yeah. into. It's something I'd like to keep up. Like, I had started reading a little bit last year. Oh, definitely. But this year is really... I mean, just in the last month, I think I've read four books. Five books, something yeah. like that. So, that's that's good, at as least. As long as you, like, have, like, your little, like, goal list of mm-hmm. what you want to accomplish, what you want to read... And then once you finish that book, you already know what your next few are going to be. Mm-hmm. That's how I. That's how it's easy for me too. It's like I try to think a few at a time, at a time, at a time to keep me like interested and you know involved in different books by different people. And yeah, that way you're not like, oh, what am I going to read next? Well, keep always thinking about that, you know. Yeah. Same with when I do like my binge marathons. It's like, you know, just think of different films and think of different TV shows and da 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 da. No, that's very true. But one thing uh, some people are doing more than others, which we talked about this with liquor stores being considered essential businesses. Very essential. Is people are drinking more, apparently. Well, pharmacies, you know, like liquor stores, are important. <laughs> it has their version of cough syrup. and Their version... It is medicinal to it. You know, we uh, I made a video for work that was uh, thank you to essential workers. Oh, okay. And we listed some perfect, you know, uh, healthcare professionals, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, 
grocery stores, pharmacists, All maintenance the, people, truckers, yeah, things like that. Um, liquor store attendees didn't get the cut. <laughs> you would think. I mean, I know alcohol for a lot of people who don't drink, it's not as as essential as food, obviously. Yeah. But for some people, it is. That's that's how some people are getting by. I'm one of those people. <laughs> Yeah, you can cook and eat all day, but to be through this whole thing sober is, uh, I mean, not saying I'm drunk You're or anything. You're not drunk all the time. But I have to be somewhat <laughs> you know, lucid there. I think since I sucks. started working at home, like, excuse me, I think since I started working at home a month and a half ago or so, I think I might have had three alcoholic drinks in that time. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Of course, I'm not. A, I've never been a big home drinker, except when well, I, I was a big home drinker. But I, you know, I know when I drink, I've, I've always gone out to bars when I'm going to drink, and so it's just. But you I'm can't not, right now. I can't right now. But you don't think about it as much. And though. I don't think about it. You know, if I'm, unless I'm going out to do that, it's just not something I generally think about. I might have a, you know, bubbly or Lacroix or something like that with alcohol, mm. mixed with vodka or something hard like that. seltzer. Just kidding. But um, homemade White Claw. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the homebrew White Claw. But sometimes I'll do that. Sometimes I'll do a rum and coke or whiskey and coke or something like that. But yeah, I was like, every rum and, now and rum then. and Baja Blast has been. Yeah, now you can get bottles and cans of it and stuff. Precisely. So that's been nice. Well, that leads nicely into our uh, this week's topic, which is alcohol. Yeah. Some of our favorite. Brands, cocktails, bars for when places open back up. Yeah. And uh, even some of our least favorite brands. Definitely. It's important cocktails. when you go towards these topics and stuff. Mm-hmm. Can't just always talk about the favorites. We got to recognize those <laughs> those shitty uh, brands out there. If it be booze, food, restaurants, whatever the case is. It's true. There's got to be a yin to the yang. And uh, that's how we like to You got to be careful, though. We have to be careful not to... uh, Insult people? Insult or defame companies who could sue us for what little we're worth. Oh, geez. Please take my 14 cents. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, geez. For sure. But... But, uh, no, no, no. You know. All all for fun. It's one of those things. It's all subjective. It's all subjective. And we would recommend, you know... Anytime, like especially with least favorite brands, and or even favorite brands, we recommend you try all of them. Of course, that because, way you know. Yeah, because I mean, even with our least favorite brands, I know for a fact there are a lot of people who disagree with both of us. We disagree with each other, even. Sure, but sure, there are a lot sure. of people who disagree with us. So that's not to say that they're you might not like them, dear listener. <sighs> oh yeah, definitely. You know. But so what's uh. Give me a couple of your favorite brands. Of favorite liquor. brands? This is liquor, by the way, people. We're not talking about beer right now. That's a whole different Oh, yeah. Beers and wines and stuff, not even on this spectrum. This is a spirits Only. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Spirits and cocktails and all that. Um, yeah. I have, um, I'm very, uh, for favorite brands, pretty selective, but I can just about drink. Almost anything, especially if I'm out drinking. I really don't get that that particular. But if I'm at home and stuff, I mm-hmm. like to keep some good stuff. At least what I think is good. I mean, 
Well, you wouldn't want to keep what other people think is good. Or not the like it. most primo things out there, but um, <laughs> not like I've cut back on vodkas a lot as mm-hmm. far as drinking at home vodka is concerned. Because me and vodka at home, not a good deal. <laughs> but when I do get into the hankering for some vodka, I do enjoy my uh, favorite cheaper um, affordable vodka would be Absolute. Because um, Absolute just is easy to go with... Uh, so much there's very little that i can think absolutely doesn't go with um but my favorite more top-notch uh, vodka would have to be crystal head because crystal head is a good um it's a good just pour and sip type mm-hmm. drink um yes you can make some good different cocktails dan Aykroyd, who is the founder for crystal head has his own recipe it's called cranium cocktail hmm. Which is very um, delicious. It's got blood orange twist, grenadine, a uh, splash of 7-Up, and uh, cranberry juice and other things. That's interesting. And yeah, I've made it um, a couple of times before with Crystal Head. Not bad. Not bad. Now, a good thing to note about Crystal Head for a lot of people, um, it's gluten-free. It's oh. a very unique bottle, but yeah. I mean, for the vodka itself. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's gluten-free. It's... I think it's organic, like certified organic or something like that. It might be. It's definitely worth checking out. We would definitely recommend people checking it out because, like, if and health actually, conscious wise, things like that. It's actually filtered through crystals too. Yeah, instead of filtered through charcoal or, right. or something like that, it's filtered. Which helps through gives it its actual crystal. name, crystal head. Yeah. So it's actually that's interesting. Crystal for the filtration and head for the bottle, since the yeah. bottle is a skull. Right. Um, no, crystal is a really good one. Mm-hmm. It has a distinct taste. Like you can definitely very much definitely tell when you're having a cocktail that's crystal head. And that's why it's you know a lot of people think that, and these are people who aren't really connoisseurs or aficionados of drink. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people drink for drinking. Not sure. a lot of people care about the value, the quality of the taste, and what it is mm. and what it's made from and stuff. So sad. And it is. And <laughs> a lot of people, you know, they pour any vodka and they say vodka's vodka that's not true for anything oh, obviously absolutely. but vodka especially yeah isn't. like from rubbing alcohol to like things with actual notes yeah and there's a craft to it oh absolutely. with everything but or vodka definitely like you don't just drink vodka and say oh sure anything will do like no, no that's no definitely not the <laughs> case here and crystal head is very good yeah very smooth it is. very very pricey, but worth every penny. I was about to say, the uh, they have different size bottles. They have a smaller bottle, which is like, what, 40? The 750 mil goes for about, or if 50? it's on sale, it's like 45 maybe. Okay. But it's usually about Of course, about we're in 50, Texas as well. Like, liquor here is cheaper in general, I believe, than in like California. Possibly, yeah. So, but then the bigger one of Crystal Head, the... The 1.75 that's, liter. That bitch is like 90 bucks. 90, 99 bucks, yeah. yeah. But it's good. Oh yeah, and that's a. I mean, that's a decent we've amount of liquor too. At least a couple. We've bought oh, a yeah. lot of a lot of them, but yeah. like of the big ones, yeah, a couple of those. Yeah, and if you get like this, the miniature. I think the miniature itself is like still ten bucks. Yeah, so it's good, but it, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely worth the price. Definitely. I would definitely before you make the commitment to get the uh, for someone new, before mm. committing to getting either of the bottles, I would definitely try to get a miniature just to try it out. Yeah, because. Like you said, it's not for everybody. Yeah. but Not um, all vodka is going to be for everybody. Sure. But, but uh, that's definitely not one that you just want to throw money at without 
giving yeah. it a cheaper try yeah. because if you do get disappointed, you just chunked over. Yeah. And a lot of those <laughs> bigger or more expensive liquors in general, no matter sure. what liquor is, they don't do, a lot of them don't do miniatures. That is actually true. And so Crystal Head's good in that they actually do. Finding it might be an issue, but they do make them. And I feel like it wasn't forever they've done that either. I feel like yeah. within the last couple of years, I've started noticing more miniatures have come out, mm -hmm. which is nice. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people, they see the price tag and they're like, eh, I'm not sure. So I think it's important mm -hmm. for everyone to have miniatures is seldom as some brands do it. Yeah. Because, I mean, everyone deserves to have like, yeah, let me sample it. Um, I have an example, mm -hmm. which is actually the next one on my category, but <laughs> we'll go ahead and hear from what your favorite vodkas would be. Uh, vodkas, um, I think I'd have to say that Stoli is my favorite. Stoli is good stuff. It is. Um, Stoli is like a normal 750 mil bottle is like pretty cheap 18 19 bucks yeah something like that Not bad very at all. very inexpensive um russian vodka mm -hmm. it's very good um vodka expert you can go online and look at various things of this vodka experts have said that as far as like what vodka is supposed to be not what people like not what the majority of people like but what vodka is truly supposed to be what That's it originally was pretty damn close stoli is probably as close as you're gonna get Interesting. So that I I like that because that's you know I like drinking stuff the way it was meant to be drank with sure. the given liquor. Sure. Um, so they probably be my favorite. Really good with a mule, uh, a Moscow mule, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for more top shelf, Belvedere would be. See this, I had trouble with this one. Um, Belvedere is probably my favorite. But, fun fact, a lot of places around here, at least, don't have Belvedere. Which I find so surprising. Yeah, because, I mean, I it's, why, it's a well-known, like, it's not, very, like, an obscure brand. Right, especially, like, bigger, like, I mean, like, the Spectre, the last Bond movie, like, that Belvedere was mm -hmm. the official drink of that movie. But, um, I, mean, I know, like, what, Total Wine, can you find it there? Oh, yeah, uh, liquor stores have it. But um. Oh, you oh, mean like no, at bars? I'm, yeah, I mean at bars. Oh. Uh, I mean a decent amount of bars that I've been to, even here or not, don't have it. Depends, I guess. Yeah, depends on the bar. It'll too. depend on the type of bar. Like some hole in the wall bar, that's not too surprising. They have that. But like yeah. even a lot of bars in like downtown areas, urban areas, don't have it. Not big on the Belvedere, huh? So you know what they are big on, especially being here, is mm -hmm. Tito's. Oh god, we'll get to Tito's later. You know what's funny? Wasn't on my list. <laughs> I'm going to add a third. Oh, it's on mine. Oh, well, you already had it. We're going to talk yeah. about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> but no, so if if you come across a place that doesn't have a bar, or at least, that doesn't have Belvedere, my recommendation is Grey Goose. That's always my second go-to. And everywhere has Grey Goose. Everywhere has fucking Grey Goose. Grey Goose is good. Fantastic. It's crisp. Yeah. Um, everything that Belvedere has, Belvedere is a Polish vodka as to where Grey Goose is French. Um, they taste pretty different, though. They do taste very different. They're both clean tasting. Mm -hmm. um, Their bottles design are almost similar. Very, but they're both frosted, things like so that. I think people yeah. might assume that they might yeah. be the same. But, but no. they are very different uh, vodkas. Oh, yeah. I, I like the uh, 
the subtle aftertaste that Belvedere has. As to where Grey Goose is much more clean. Has some notes in it. Yeah. That you can taste after that. And like I have a, I got the Belvedere unfiltered, the original unfiltered several years ago. That was interesting. Was that the one with the black bottle? Yes. Yeah, that was good. And then I have another bottle up there right now. Um, The lake one. uh, Yeah, lake something. They have two different kinds of lake ones. And this is the florally one, not the essence of floral notes, something like that. Not Mm -hmm. the bitter coffee one that it described that just doesn't sound appetizing to me <laughs> um but gray goose is really good too those oh, are yeah. those are definitely my top three what uh, uh gray goose is fantastic with the dirty martini for sure yeah what uh what's next on your list what are we moving um, to or what are you moving to oh yes uh tequilas mm. um which i would say are my favorite variety of spirits okay tequilas for okay. sure not always have been the case sure um i Taste remember change over time yeah and i remember when i first started drinking it was i started off like drinking trying rums and um rums vodkas whiskeys things like that but tequilas i've always had a hard time because i've tried a few uh to find one that i thoroughly enjoyed and that's um that changed when i tried casamigos Ooh. which it's not that old it's been around now for a few years but what was interesting before i get into how good it is um that was cool about casamigos was that i went to the local fossil creek spirit mm, yeah, store yeah. and they were selling miniature bottles mm, before right. i even seen the big yeah. bottles and so they had each one they had a reposado blanco and nejo mm-hmm and so I'll, they're like three ninety nine a piece. Yeah. I bought all three, <laughs> and uh, I tried them all, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah. Right. And so then automatically I started buying the. I usually just buy the seven fifty mils at a time because mm-hmm. those go for about thirty five bucks a piece, thirty five yeah. to forty five depending on which one you get. And then a couple of years later they came out with their fourth one, which is the mezcal, which has such fantastic, uh, smoky. You know, that mesquite smoke mm, notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That Arizonan, like, fire, like that wood yeah. type. Hard to explain, really. But, like, smoldering smoke. Mm-hmm. And it's so delicious. It's a great aftertaste. It's it's definitely a poor, I mean, great for mixing, too, sure. Yeah. But pour that shit straight, you know, and mm-hmm. just enjoy that. And that's fantastic by itself. Because that's, that's what they made Casamigos for, was they wanted... Tequilas that a, you could sip. Like, it was specifically right. made to be sippable. Not yeah. necessarily like, ooh, get our Casamigos. Shooter. Margaritas and yeah. Casamigos this. Yeah. But no, and that's, that's, you know, that's how you know you're a, you're a good uh, tequila when you don't feel like you have to mix it. Yeah. But after having tried that, it opened my palate to more different mm-hmm. tequilas. Granted, I've never had one as good as that. Cosmigos yet, but I've had ones that um, you know, for cheaper are okay. Yeah. Um, but my second favorite because it probably comes second closest to Casamigos, and this is brand new, right on the market, made by uh, Dwayne Johnson is uh, Terramana, mm. and uh, I have good. found two so far that he's done in stores a small batch and he came out with a blanco and a reposado no anejo no mezcal 
But not say it couldn't in the future. And he might. Yeah. But these are brand new and they did come out this year. So if you haven't tried that one, go ahead and give that a roll because that's a new one. But if you haven't tried Casamigos, do that as well. But Terramana, I mean, it's uh, it's smooth, just not as smooth. Um, yeah. Easy to drink straight, but just... Casamigos really takes that. Takes the cake. And did, I don't think you said who uh, who started Casamigos. Um, George Clooney and... Ooh, I don't want to pronounce his last name wrong. It's Cindy Crawford's husband. Cindy Crawford's husband, which is Randy... Randy. don't want to say it's Gerber, Garber... It starts with a G. Randy something. Randy Gerber. It is Gerber. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I don't wanna. Yeah, they started. Do a, they started Casamigo from what I recall, and I could be wrong about this, but their neighbors in Mexico, or they have neighboring houses in Mexico. Something like and that. Their friends, they wanted to, like I said, they wanted a tequila that could be sipped. They ended up making one, giving it to friends and things like that, and it just expanded. And then a couple right. of years ago, they ended up selling it to they, some large they, company for like a billion dollars or something ridiculous oh, yeah. like that. Like it's, it's yeah, they're still on as like consultants and something like that. They so they're still involved, it. and their yeah. name is still on it. But what started as just a very small thing for oh, themselves man. and their friends is blown up to such a big once it started hitting the shelves it just went and i didn't expect that yeah because i heard about this before it even came out mm-hmm. like i was i was getting wind of casamigos and i was like you know george clooney did it i was like that's kind of cool yeah i mean you know when celebs get involved it's interesting to see what they come up with mm-hmm. because they are celebrities and it's interesting to see what their palette's like yeah but when that came off, I had no idea it was going to blow up like it did. Yeah. I had no idea. They throwing Cosmigo parties in California, mm-hmm. and like it's all over the place. Yeah. And it's just weird to me. I was just like, mm-hmm. Christ, you know? It's like, been in a few movies. I can't remember which one, but there's one movie there in particular. Was, um, yeah, Office Christmas Party. They made oh, a they made right. a mention of Cosmigos. Mm-hmm. Saw a bottle. Yeah, and I think uh, a couple of movies, especially during the time this came out, it was getting popular. It definitely got some trademark. Um, notification mm-hmm. in uh, in films yeah which was cool mm-hmm. but yeah i mean damn i know like george did it but like <laughs> that thing went well yeah. like terramon i haven't really i mean it's i know so uh, new it is so new so and give then, it time obviously the time we're in right now like that oh right 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 but give it time i'm sure the rock's gonna throw some fun little tequila yeah. parties and yeah. sponsor his stuff and uh, it's amazing how good so far a lot of I mean, I can only think of the two that I've knowingly tried, or the three different kinds. But it's amazing how good a lot of celebrities, suppose you know, they supposedly created. I don't know how true that always is. Well, a lot celebrity of celebrity liquors take the brand. A lot of yes, them. Yes, it's not like Ryan Reynolds didn't create. He didn't Asian create it. Yeah. He just. He bought it. He bought promoted it, it. Promoted it. Promoted no, it. So yeah. So right. But, but no, it Casamigos is it's. It's definitely, so yeah, and uh, pretty affordable. Yeah. Not not that costly. No. Neither is Terramana. If you're looking to get any of them, you can get like a 750 ml bottle for like thirty something bucks, and um, which I know, granted, is more so than like Jose Cuervo and stuff. Sure, Mata. sure. But that's because it's a it's a quality premium mm-hmm. tequila. It's not no, but it's also not as ridiculous as Don Julio. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, this is better than Don Julio. Yeah. 
And it's funny you mentioned Jose Cuervo. That's actually the one tequila I have on my list. And, um, oh, yeah. I know you were talking about uh, Casamigos. I love Casamigos. That's probably definitely my favorite. Um, but just something that's more ordinary tequila-wise. Sure. Um, Cuervo has always been my go-to. Um, the original margarita, you know, Jose Cuervo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jose Especial, I guess. The right. gold and the silver. That one's okay, yeah. That's the yeah. That's the one I'd. The especially. I think. Maybe I don't know. I have a bottle of it up there somewhere. It's either special or original. I don't remember. But no, that's that's my go-to tequila if I'm not doing Casamigos. Mm-hmm. But my next uh, category would be whiskey. I'm more of if it's not vodka, I'm definitely a whiskey person. Mm-hmm. Um, True. Love, love, love original Jameson. It's so good. Yeah. But that's not one of my two on here. <laughs> Which is surprising um, to me. It is. Uh, well, it kind of is. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, <laughs> but Proper 12 is oh within the last God. year or so. That's good stuff. I think. It's come to the U.S. Um, Conor McGregor's Irish Whiskey. I'm an Irish Whiskey person. I will preface that. Uh, boxer? MMA. Something F- like that. Something like FFA. Whatever the fuck that's called. He's a fighter. He beats people up. Yeah. Um, He's a lo- he lost little ginger guy. Hmm? Is he the little redhead? He's not little. But oh, he is kind of redheaded. Okay. But no, that's a that is his his brand. I don't know if he started it, bought it, made it, whatever. Oh, okay. I don't know, but it is his brand. Interesting. Um, good it's, stuff. It's really really good. Very similar to Jameson, I would say. Uh, a, a lot Plus. of Irish whiskeys are similar. Um, but it it I really enjoy that. And then my more top shelf choice for whiskey. Again, Irish whiskey would be Jameson Black Barrel. Mm-hmm. It's a little smoother than Jameson. Um, it does have a little bite to it, I would say, would be a nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, but it's a very nice, clean Irish whiskey for a little more, if you like the little mid-scale oh, okay. range, price range. Hmm. So, what, uh, what are your whiskeys? Well, I see, I mean... First of all, completely agree with your uh, Irish whiskey choices. Those mm. are fantastic. And so, just to kind of get on the opposite side of the spectrum with whiskeys, I picked a couple of my um, favorite bourbons. Mm. Um, how do I say this? Uh, born in Tennessee, raised in Texas. <laughs> Not that that has much to say about my bourbon aficionado-ness, but... <laughs> I do have more of a leaning towards those. I guess because it's a little bit smooth and sweeter and easy to drink. But um, a couple of my favorites. Um, first, I've always enjoyed uh, Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Daniels has such a distinguished flavor. But it's not Jack Daniels so much as I enjoy as it's Gentleman Jack. Mm. Which is a little bit more top their... shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot more mellow. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more smooth. Yeah. And doesn't really taste a whole lot like regular Jack Daniels. It's yeah. kind of a betweener, I guess. Hmm. And uh, it's definitely, you know, one of the more affordable, easier to drink mm-hmm. uh, bourbons out there that hmm. I thoroughly enjoy. And the other one would have to be um, the Old Forester Statesman Reserve, mm. which 
I like Old Forester. It's pretty dang strong. Yeah. It's very strong. It's they have a 100 proof one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they have like the 85 proof one. And I've tried both. And um, they're good. But mm. then they came out with their exclusive like Statesman Reserve one. From the... Yes. Uh, um, Old Forester. Kingsman movies. Golden Circle. Um, Old Forester was the sponsor, I guess, for their label um, mm-hmm. for the film. Because in the film, they have their own bourbon yeah. from the Statesman. And so Old Forester sponsored that. And in doing okay. so, they actually created a whole new recipe for an actual bourbon you can buy. And it's Statesman, Old mm-hmm. Forester. Um, yes, inspired from, based off of uh, Kingsman the Golden Circle. Um, this is pretty damn good stuff. Mm-hmm. It's strong, very strong, <laughs> but damn. Uh, what can I say about it? It's expensive. It's not dumbly expensive. Say, but how much is it for Old Forester? It's a little bit up there. Um, for a seven fifty mil, it's about forty six bucks. Hmm. Which, like I said, isn't the most ridiculous thing. No, there are definitely like, more expensive ones. Bourbon wise, it's like more more no. than you would spend, I guess, on. Normal Old Forester or Jack or even... It's still cheaper than, like, Jack Daniel's Single Barrel, though. Buy a, buy a dollar or two, yeah. Single Barrel... I forget how much Single Barrel goes Single for. Barrel can be expensive. Can it? Because they like have a couple different Single Barrel t- types, I think, yeah. Possibly. Yeah, Single Barrel, yeah, that's a little bit of more up there. So, yeah, no, not, not, not too shabby. But, um, yeah, if you happen to cross by a Statesman Old Forester... Grab you a bottle because those aren't as common, and I'm sure they won't be around forever either. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, right now they still have them. Yeah. But that's not to say that they're. It's a limited time or whatever the case may be. But um. That's interesting. I haven't tried the uh, Statesman yet. Have you not? I thought Mm-mm. I gave you a did sample. I? I, I might have. If I did, I don't remember. It's been a while. It probably, it probably has been. Yeah. Well, my uh, my last favorite. We're going into rums now. Um, a lot of people view rum as a girly drink, maybe. I think that's... They're definitely girly type rums, I would say. But no liquor, right. I wouldn't stigmatize. Drink what you want to drink. Don't give a shit what anybody else thinks. It doesn't matter. I think there's like a f- more feminine to masculine ratio with anything. Sure, yeah. Rums shouldn't... No, it, rum yeah. is sweeter in general. I mean, it's made from sugar cane. Um... Which people put feminine connotations on. Don't do that. Um, but no, rum-wise, my favorite rum would probably be Havana Club. Um, a, there's a big depending on what type of the what type what part of the world you're in. Um, there's controversy around Havana Club. There is one Havana Club that is available in the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah. U.S. and like one other country. And then the rest of the world has another Havana Club. Hmm. So the story there, during the Cuban Revolution, when companies were being nationalized, the family who owned, or who originally owned Havana Club, fled to Puerto Rico or another Caribbean island. And eventually started making Havana Club again. Which I believe is the Havana, and I could be wrong about this. Okay, I will preface that. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I could be wrong. I'm going off of memory. I'm not looking this up. 
Um, but I believe the Havana Club that they restarted is what's available in the United States. The Havana Club that's available in the rest of the world, that's also available and made in Cuba, I believe, is based on the same recipe, but is not made by the original family. And so okay. the, the family of the people that started Havana Club claim, and there's been court legal issues over this and distribution rights and all that kind of shit. Um, the family who started it, if memory serves, claims that the one that's available in the United States is the original Havana Club because it's from what they started. It is a continuation of that compared to hmm. what was taken over and then started again years later. Um, so talking about the American Havana Club that's available, or the Havana Club that's available in the United States, right? that's the one I'm talking about here. It is very good. Um, whether you're talking about the Añejo or the Blanco, very good, very crisp, I think. The Blanco is probably my favorite among the two. Definitely my, my personal favorite of those. They're both very good mixers, oh, uh, yeah. sipping, what have you. Yeah. Um, and then my second one would be Kraken. Mm. Uh, who doesn't love a good Kraken? There's two types of Kraken now. There's a stronger one, and then there's, there's, there's a... Oh, shit, that's right, that's right. This year. So there's the <laughs> coffee-flavored one, which is limited time. Yeah. Um, there's the original Kraken, which has the tannish color label. And then there's a less alcohol volume Kraken, which has a black and silver label. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The original tan label Kraken is what I'm talking about. It's like 98 proof or something like that. And yeah. it has so much alcohol in it. That shit sneaks up on you. Oh, uh, yeah, it does. But it's so good. It's so sweet, and especially when you mix it. That's what's dangerous about crack. it. Uh, you release it. You really and do. And it sneaks up like, and pulls you down. That's Honestly, that's the <laughs> one thing we both blacked out on. <laughs> yes. Like, that. it's so good, but like, it... But damn, You'll you go from zero to 60 in mm-hmm. like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Yeah, very sweet, though. Yeah. Very sweet. And that's what's scary, because it's so dark. Yeah. It's so, so dark, so sweet. Especially when you start mixing it with stuff, you never know. Especially if you're mixing with something with like more sugar and yeah. stuff. And Pineapple it's... or... Oh, yeah. Whew. Scary. Making me start to have sweats just thinking about it. <laughs> but, um... No, what yeah. A... Kraken uh, was also one of my uh, favorites. Um, that's something we can mutually agree is uh, definitely something but if you are responsible <laughs> and you know how to measure and control yourself get some kraken and, and the thing about rum i mean yes there are things you can make um with it all year round possibly mm-hmm. but it, it's traditionally a, like a like a summer drink yeah you can do you can do well i'll mention a couple of uh winter ideas mm-hmm. but summer wise i mean mojitos and what's Mai Tai's made with? Mai Tai? I want to say it's like pineapple and something. Is it rum though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is? Okay. And then there's like hurricanes and all sorts of different summer like poolside drinks you can do with rum. So yeah, I mean, rum's definitely better for like the summertime and hotter climates. But um, my other favorite, I'm just going to say brand because I like almost everything in this brand, is Bacardi, which has probably been around, I mean, forever. One of the original 
rums and has now so many different um, kinds. It's cheap, granted. Mm -hmm. It's definitely not your primo stuff, but it's just so sweet and smooth and easy to drink with so much. Um, But I'm not talking about the Bacardi. Let's decipher this. There's the Bacardi fruit-flavored ones that I've Mm. never tried in my life because gross and quite frankly probably don't plan to <laughs> i never plan to those are that's terrible to me oh, i don't even understand God. it any kind of flavored liquor is i'm not generally a fan of terrible that. yeah but if we're talking about like bacardi superior and black and gold and uh they came up with a new one it's quattro and oh uh, yeah and that one's pretty dang good and then they had that little exclusive one it's a uh, mastro de ron Mm. Um, really good stuff. Uh, but anyways, those Bacardi drinks are, you know, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Not the, I'm not going to vouch for no passion fruit, pineapple, orange, <laughs> coconut crap. Mm. No, sorry. I don't mean to offend nobody who likes the, you like fruit flavored rums, drink your fruit flavored rums and have a fun blast time doing it. But i going to stick to true drinks. You're going to walk behind them like the woman in Game of Thrones with your bell. Shame. Ding, ding, ding. If I had a bell <laughs> and a little nun-sister cloak thing going on. What's it called? Habit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Shame. <laughs> I'd be shaming everybody all day. But seriously, just drink what you want to drink, people. We're just saying our Yeah, we, we, we give we give hard-headed opinions on things and... <laughs> That's part of the fun. But by no means do you have to take it personal or be like, did you hear what these guys said about my favorite Bacardi? Mm. Get all mad and huffy. If that's your favorite, it's your favorite. Yeah. Go for it. And we said it here, you know. We don't like it, so more for you. Precisely. There's more on the shelves for you. This is true. So, uh, yeah, when it comes to Bacardi or really any other kind of rums uh, that you fancy... Uh, some of the favorite things I like to do with it is take, uh, Bacardi rum and, um, mix it with the uh, Mountain Dew Baja Blast, which used to have been just exclusively sold at Taco Bells, but now we're starting to see them more commonly sold at, um, you know, Targets targets and grocery stores and stuff like that in cans and bottles. And now they're even coming out with a zero sugar one, which is crazy. And, uh, yeah, you take your rum, you take your Baja, take a lot of ice, and you take, like, a fresh lime squeeze and maybe a splash of grenadine if you want to add grenadine. Uh, not grenadine. I'm so sorry. Triple sec. <laughs> Jesus. Maybe grenadine would be... What's this, too? Not too shabby. My Bacardi Baja Blast. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Yeah, grenadine might be bad. Might not be bad. Yeah. Triple sec, I guess, or grenadine. Who knows? Whatever you fancy. <laughs> but... This one doesn't have grenadine, so I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, that's a really good uh, sweet summer drink. And same goes for mojitos and... Sure. Regular And all that kind of stuff. But, what, um... What about uh, winter drinks? You were talking about winter Yes. Rum. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, which is... The good thing about Kraken is that Kraken is so strong. It's dark. It's got a lot of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... It's it's a it's a really any sort of spiced or dark rum would be good mm-hmm. with this, but um like hard rum cider. Ooh. 
is, uh, did you ever try the one I brought yeah, I drank, you? I drank the whole thing. Did you? Yes. Yeah. How was that? Was it strong? Yeah, it was strong, but it was good. Yeah. I mean, a certain uh, amount of the alcohol cooks off when you're boiling it. A little, just a little bit does. Well, I'll tell you how I do it. Or some of the water does, I guess, more than the alcohol. Mm. Well, if you reheat it, sure. Yeah. But, um, I like to take apple cider. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, you add cinnamon sticks and... Uh, Make it more cidery. Yeah, apple cores and orange peels and cloves and all that kind of stuff. And um, cook it up, cook it up, cook it up, let it roll. And then once it's hot and it's infused all the flavors, mm-hmm. then I pour the Kraken in last minute mm-hmm. and cut it off. Yeah. I don't okay, cook so the... So doesn't have time to cook anything off. That's the... No. <laughs> you just pour that motherfucker in, let it hit the flavors, and that's always... Oh, that's a fun one to do. That's uh, that's some good stuff. It's strong. It's... Uh, but it's good. It's got a lot of flavor. And that's fun to always drink during the winter time. Um, and I think you can also do... Um, I'm trying to remember what it's called, but you take... Uh, it's not an eggnog. It's like a hot version. Uh, well, it's like... It doesn't Ew. sound as gross as it... <laughs> it sounds fucking disgusting. But I think it's like... It's rum with like coconut milk and probably some regular milk too. And then hmm. you put like cinnamon and all the spices and stuff. That's a shame. I've never had that. But you make like... But you heat it up. Mm-hmm. So it's like a hmm. kind of like a hot, frothy, yeah, milky type of creamy rum drink. Something that's not going to turn into a solid like eggnog if you eat right. it. <laughs> no, it's not eggnog, everybody. But I can't remember what it's. Mm. And this might be wrong, but I believe it's a. Is that like a Cuban or it's a Puerto Rican recipe? Hmm, that's interesting. It's an old school family recipe. Yeah. Um. Hmm. But like I, my Puerto Rican friends make it, and uh, not bad. If I knew the name, I would tell you, but I can't think of it. Hmm. That's interesting. But just a couple ideas for uh, you're the hankering for some rum in the winter. Yeah. So, so with that, let's go to a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with some of our least favorite brands. Okay, and we're back. So now we want to talk about some of our least favorite brands. And again, we just want to make sure it's not that these brands suck. It's not that we're not recommending them, right? Right, right, right. right it's right. just we recommend everyone try everything we talk about, but be it our favorite or our least favorite. Because we try basically everything, liquor-wise. Oh, sure. And sure. That, that's how we know that things that we don't care for things. It's just not our palate. You know, for sure. We recommend you try everything we say, good or not good, because you might disagree with us. You know, of course. So, just full disclosure. That's yeah. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. So vodka. I'll start off with my least favorite vodkas: um, Smirnoff and Tito's. Smirnoff, I feel like, is one of the vodkas that 
a lot of people try first and ends up leading people to say, oh, vodka tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yep, it is. And they're basing that off of the one vodka Smirnoff that they've tried. Um, it just is not my thing. I like vodkas that are more smooth than that, more clean, more crisp. Not so... Not so in your face about it, like, with taste-wise. Right. Well, it's like, the ones that taste more like rubbing alcohol and stuff like that, that's hot because there's not... It's very simply made. Mm-hmm. You know? Probably. I would say that probably of... Stoli, which is very is on the same level as Smirnoff price-wise. Smirnoff might be like 2 or $3 more, but they're both very cheap. But Under $20, but like Smirnoff tastes so much cleaner and crisper than Smirnoff does. In my opinion. Yeah, Stoli does. Yeah. Stoli does, Stoli does, then Smirnoff. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're completely different. And then my other least favorite one, which is a really popular one, especially here in Texas, is uh, Tito's. And why is it popular here, Aaron? It's made here. <laughs> <laughs> I forget where in Texas Tito's is made. Isn't it Austin? Um, it might be. Or, or is that Deep Eddie? Wait, where's Deep Eddie made? Deep Eddie? Isn't that made in Dallas over in Deep Ellum? Yeah, that's it, Deep Ellum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Smirnoff, or Smirnoff, Jesus. I think uh, Tito's is made somewhere down around Austin. Okay. Um, again, it's a very bold tequila. Taste-wise, it's got... Vodka. Vodka. Tequila. Jesus. <laughs> um, it is very bold-tasting. It's just... Again, I like the cleaner, crisper ones. Mm-hmm. That's also why I prefer Irish whiskeys to bourbons. Mm. To me, they're cleaner, they're crisper. Mm-hmm. They're not just quite so boom. That's true. That's, That's it, true. It, American liquors in general are just more in-your-face taste-wise, I feel like. Yes. Um, and that's, that's just not, that's not what I prefer. It's, it's my personal preference. Um, which leads me to my least favorite whiskeys. Um, honestly, my least favorite whiskeys are bourbons. <laughs> yeah, that's not a surprise. Which is your favorite. Um, but Jack, Jim, s- smaller ones, I, d- I don't like any of them. Like I said, they're too in-your-face, taste-wise, too bold, too robust, I guess would be a good way to put that. Yeah. Um, just not, not my cup of tea, personally, or my cup of liquor. Um, <laughs> yeah, know, I your, that. your Canadian whiskeys, obviously like Crown Apple, the flavored Canadian whiskeys, or the flavored crowns, I guess. I'm not a big fan of the Canadian whiskeys. I'm not a fan of those either. Um, the flavored ones are different. Crown Apple's fucking amazing. Um, a couple of other, the Crown flavored ones are good as well. Um, but Canadian whiskeys just aren't really my thing either. Again, it's very much like American whiskeys. Very robust flavors and just a little bit too much for me. Mm-hmm. So, and then the only other thing on my list of least favorites is I don't do cinnamon whiskey. Fireball. <laughs> of any kind. Of any kind. Fireball, Jack, Jack Fire, whatever they call Tennessee it. Tennessee Fire or something. Tennessee like Fire. That. Jim Beam has one now. Old they Forrester. all have one. They all have them. Um... Whiskey, or cinnamon whiskey, just isn't my thing. I don't care for the cinnamon candies. It's like, well, I was about to say, you know, it's like, on occasion, I'll enjoy a, a hot tamales candy. But 
It's like that mm -hmm. in a glass. Oh, that's exactly what it is. And it's I terrible. do not like that. <laughs> it's just terrible. I've never liked the candy. Granted, um, the only thing I can think that it's okay in is, like, if you want to do, like, a whiskey um, hot, like, cinnamon cider, too. Yeah. Um, people like that. Because some people put actual, like, candy cinnamons in those things. Sure, sure. So you could always put Tennessee Fire in it. But, like, that's the only situation where I'm like, eh. But even then, I wouldn't drink it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So what uh, What are some of your not preferred? Um, so, yeah. Um, you hit the ball on Smirnoff, and I didn't even think about Tito's, but that's true, too. <laughs> but um, Sky and Taka, which mm. Taka goes without saying, to be honest, and this is for people who still like it, too, but, like, you're spending $5 on a big old thing of Taka. You know it's... It's kind of like good. McCormick. Sure. It's the same thing. Like, you can get McCormick at, like, some Kroger's and shit like that. And McCormick like is like, yeah, Ugh. they do everything. <laughs> I don't think it's the same McCormick as the seasonings. No, 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 no. I mean the, the McCormick brand uh, alcohols. Because you oh, go to, like, the back level, okay, okay. the rose. This is McCormick, this McCormick, that McCormick. Because <laughs> yeah. they kind of do it at all. But, um, and the other one, like, and I don't understand this at all because... It's considered like a top shelf, this one. And uh, Sky. Okay. Oh, yeah. I just, I've not. Talk about tastes like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Sky is just. I've like, had it mixed with things. It's, it's okay. It has a very distinct. It's overpowering for anything you mix with. Very overpowering. Which, very yeah. overpowering. That's probably one of the biggest problems. Not my preferred. Yeah. I just, like, very rarely does anyone sip vodka like it's always usually a mixer but i say most of the time i mean yeah sure you can do vodka up but um heart i mean with all the shit it's you can, usually bloody mary's martinis mixer. and mixers you know and you don't Mix want <laughs> you don't usually want or a lot of people don't i know some people do but you don't usually want uh liquor that what you're going to mix it with it's overpowering what your mixer is yeah like, you might want to know it's there. That's one thing. But of course. Like, being so overpowering to where, like, oh, my God, when you don't have, like, assuming your ratio is good and everything, to where it's still that's overpowering, true. you don't want that, usually. So that's... That's exactly it, though. But what, what else you got? Um, for rums, um, um, two that I can name right off the bat would be Captain Morgan, which... I kind of consider like the competitor of Bacardi because oh, they're they're both those cheap stapled uh, rums, um, but Captain Morgan is just nasty. <laughs> I don't mind Captain Morgan. I mean, bad. I don't mean to. It's a good mixer. Be harsh about the word nasty, but like I just I don't like it. Of course, you, you like don't it? really like, huh? You like it? It's not that I like it necessarily. I just if I'm gonna mix it. Like having a rum and coke, rum and diet coke, or mixing it with something else, it that and Bacardi, I honestly don't care either way. It's interesting. fine. Um, but you also, I think it's interesting. No, you don't like spiced rum. Not heavy even Bacardi's spiced rum. You're not a huge, huge fan of. No, not really. And that's the thing with Captain Morgan. Like their go-to thing is spiced. Is spiced rum. rum. Do like do they even have a silver rum? They must. Oh, they do. They it's do. called a. Uh... That's, it tastes, thank you for reminding me, this tastes like pure water. 
It's but it's Captain Morgan Silver, mm. I think it's called. And I don't know if I've ever seen that knowingly. <laughs> I think you and I went to a liquor store. Oh, maybe I just bought it. I don't know. But it was one time. Went to a liquor store. Got the silver. Mm-hmm. And I was making quite a few drinks with it. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm going to get rid of it. Yeah. But didn't taste the liquor at all? You don't even taste nothing. Hmm. It's just pure, like, just Well, for tasteless. some people that could be a really good thing. I guess. Get but... fucked up without, literally without tasting anything? Sure. Yeah. If you're looking for that, <laughs> Captain Morgan Silver. Um, oh, my gosh. But, Jesus. Uh, and Malibu, which people know is more of the party, poolside, mixy rum. Mm-hmm. And so, I get that. It's got its place with a few different mixed drinks. Sure. To give it that more tropical feel. That's but just really while it is. But I think bleh. what I hate most about it is just like, I don't care for the flavor. I don't care for the existence of Malibu. <laughs> but it is extraordinarily overrated. And it's probably due oh, to how cheap yeah. it is. Yeah. yeah. But I can't. How cheap, how sweet. It's annoying how many people will say, oh, Malibu. Malibu. I'm like, what? <laughs> Do you have no yeah. taste? Just kidding. But seriously. Um, but yeah, when it comes to tequilas, Patron. And th- this is very controversial opinion you have on this because. Controversial. A lot of people like Patron. Like you, that's a very popular tequila that you got there. I know. I don't understand it. <laughs> uh, yes, I, I, I remember when I first got in, you know, when I turned 21, I was trying everything and I knew about Patron. Obviously, a lot of people heard of Patron and Cuervo. And you're thinking, well, Patron's got to be good. It's highly recommended. It's popular. It's all that. But damn, no. I I never got into Patron. It's a bit too harsh. It's it's a lot. It's a bit much. Yeah. Um, tequila is supposed to be a lot more subtle and smooth and enjoyable. Where Patron's just... Too hard. Kind of like I find bourbon. Right. Overpowering, too robust. For In a way, yeah. For tequila. Very similar for you yeah. to that. that, that and that, that makes sense. But, um, as far as, um, see, gin is one of those things. I'll take it. I'll leave it. I, <laughs> I really have no care. Gin's not my least, it's probably my least favorite, but it's by no means like anything I won't drink. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just not like a whole lot of gins out there that I'm like, I have an opinion on because yeah. I don't really drink it a whole lot. Aviation's good. Yeah, aviation and tank. Thin ass bottles, like the glass on them. Like remember broke one. Yeah. Like that, make them thicker. Busted man. on my way home, <laughs> stopping at a red light, and I was like, "Is it really that thin?" I'm like, yeah. "Come on." I, yeah. If Ryan Reynolds is listening. <laughs> To our podcast, make your bottles thicker. Yeah, the gl- yes. Because we bit did like we looked at that glass afterwards and like thin. on the body, of, like in the corners, it was thicker. But like sure on the sides and everything, like the body. Of, oh my god, it was so thin. Yeah, and it's like one little tip over, and it's broken. And it's like come on. Because like it's not like it was just like bottle on bottle either. Like there was paper bags around the bottles mm-hmm, there was paper mm-hmm, between mm-hmm. the bottles like it didn't actually like smash against another hard surface and i mean it's not the first time i've 
traveled with bottles, and I've never had that before. But the gin itself was good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no Bombay Sapphire or something like that. Like, that's just... When it permeated my car, I wasn't that upset. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's some good stuff. But um, as far as my least favorite gin, if I did have a least favorite gin, it would be Bombay Sapphire. Because... That's just... I get how many notes and stuff you put in there, but you... It's too much. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, on that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just so intense. It's, It's like you were saying, when you have a drink and you're trying to do the right ratio but it's still mm-hmm. just too overpowering yeah that's bombay it's just yeah. too much for I think a lot of people sit bombay too and that's just that would be too much in my opinion that's still gross yeah because <laughs> there's just too much flavors mm-hmm. and notes yeah even though i was sitting like Ew, i don't like all the yeah oh and uh, if i had to pick a bourbon that i can't stand it's jim beam jim beam's gross the same thing i mean it's jack daniels not at all <laughs> I don't like any of it. Not so one. Like. But no, Aaron, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Just, it's not. That's funny. You see, Jim Bean was made in Kentucky. I was just about to say, like, Jack Daniels <laughs> is Tennessee. Yeah. Whiskey. And not bourbon. saying that each state has to be the, that's the big difference, but like, mm-mm. Of course, like, if, to be a bourbon, you actually have to be made in Kentucky, I believe. Which would mean that Jack Daniels is technically whiskey. American, Tennessee sure. American whiskey. It's not sure. actually bourbon. By its definition. Probably. By a definition, yeah. yeah. It's just like tequila. I was going to mention that earlier. Mezcal. A lot of people haven't heard of mezcal. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things that all mezcals are tequilas. But not or all. no, no, no. All tequilas are mezcals. But not all mezcals are tequilas. So what that means, same diff either way, I think. Um... Tequila, specifically, is a mezcal that is made in Jalisco, Mexico. To be, quote-unquote, tequila, it has to be made in that one state of Mexico. Right. If it is made anywhere else, it's the same process. It's the exact same process. But you can make mezcal in Oaxaca. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, mezcal can be made anywhere. Okay, yeah. For it to be tequila, it has to be made in Jalisco. The right, state. Right, right, right. The Mexican state of Jalisco. Sure. So, all tequila is a type of mezcal. Tequila is a type of mezcal made in that right, one state right, with right. certain things. But not all mezcal is tequila. Te- mezcal in general mm-hmm. is some is a drink that is made outside of the state. It is the same general right. process. It's like Caviar. True caviar is from the beluga whale. Yeah. Or, yeah. And any other caviar from any other fish is just... Nasty fish eggs. <laughs> well, fish roe, but it's a like caviar. But yeah. caviar, by its definition... Or champagne is another good example. From Champagne, France. To yes. be champagne, officially champagne, it has to be made in Champagne, France. Anything made from champagne that's not from Champagne, France is just it's a... sparkling wine. Yeah. Yeah. You can still use the... Name champagne? You can't. You I think you, you can. can. No, you can't put that on your bottle unless it is made. But there. there's there's a gimmick because you have to say like champagne like something like yeah. that. There's a but even if the name champagne's on the bottle, there's a there's something I think there. Most people have stopped doing that probably because legal issues. Probably. But anyway, that's off topic. Just some interesting little fun facts mm-hmm. there. Um. So. 
we have some favorite cocktails. We're not going to get into depth of any of these. We're just going to bam, 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 bam these and get to our last point. Oh, okay. So my favorite cocktails, Moscow Mule, Dry Vodka Martini, Vesper Martini, Lemon Drop Martini. <laughs> Go. As you can see, Aaron likes a lot of martinis. Um, the one martini I like that he doesn't is the Dirty Vodka Martini. Blech. Yeah, I didn't go bleh at any of yours now, <laughs> did I, Aaron? Jeez. Um, I enjoy a Tom Collins. I enjoy a nice Bloody Mary. And one that I guess didn't have a name name to it, but I enjoy is a nice tequila soda with a, a fresh lime wedge. You know, just tequila club and on the rocks. It's very delicious. And so, yeah, I'm going to my go-tos. So we're not gonna take up too much more, too much. Blah. We're not gonna take up, yeah, too much more time on this last topic. Um, we're gonna go over a few of our favorite bars. Obviously, bars are most bars are closed now, unless they're just going rogue. Um, so <laughs> yeah. you never know. Some little. But um, for when things open back up, when travel, when it's safe to travel again, things like that. Yeah. Um, we are in Dallas, Fort Worth. Mm. Um, so a couple of them will be local Dallas, Fort Worth bars. If you're ever in the area, we would highly recommend checking out. And then a couple of the others will be from when we've traveled. Um, yeah. Bars. So yeah. we won't go too much into depth on them. We'll tell you what city the bars are in. When we're talking about them. And uh, maybe something we like from there. But why don't you go ahead with a couple of yours. Um, as far as... Uh, I only have a couple that are outside of our state. But um, both in Vegas. Hmm. Um, the Vesper Lounge in uh, Las Vegas. At the Cosmopolitan. Right, 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 right. So it's at the Cosmopolitan. Which, if you go to the Vesper Bar, try the... Uh, Signature Vesper Martini, which named after the Bond drink. Mm-hmm. It's a it's Bond themed as well. The yeah. So very lightly, like if very you, lightly. If you didn't true, know, you wouldn't guess. Because they have another bar that's actually called like the James Bond Bar. Do they? Mm-hmm. Hmm. We were there. We had you were playing one of the card games, and we we're having a couple of martinis. Um, it's right outside oh, the door. That's a that's gone. Oh, it, oh. Yeah, the last time I was there, when we went with Lauren and my parents, um, they got rid of it. They got rid of it. It's a barber shop and a backroom, like secret, prohibition style oh, bar now. God. It's very different. Is it cool? I didn't go in. Oh, I just saw it passing by. We'll I go when we. About it. But yeah, that, I was disappointed because I like that. They that had bar. some good yeah. freaking martinis. But um, yeah, the Vesper um is good in Vegas, and it's it's a very nice probably little... our favorite bar in Vegas. Yeah, because it's got a lot of nice dim lit lounging areas, and you know any bar you go to in Vegas has great craft cocktails. Yeah. But the other cool one that's also in the Cosmopolitan that I like is the Chandelier. That one's just pretty. But that's. The drinks are good and everything like that, but that is just a beautiful bar to go to. And it has multi layered. Like a... Or yeah. multi story. That's the thing. It has you a lot go of, up in the lot of stories. Yeah. And it's inside it. That's that's what's cool. It's a very cool scenery. Yeah. I guess. If you just want to have a drink somewhere like neat. But that's 
that's probably just because it's so ex- distinguished. Yeah. Because I mean, chandelier bars are there, you know? Yeah. But um, that's a badass one. And uh, some local ones we have here um, for just a little fun. If you want a place to, you know, play some pool, darts, uh, smoking indoors, which is not as common <laughs> these days. But uh, O'Shea's Irish Pub. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a fun little hole-in-the-wall type place to go have a few good drinks. And, uh, and I enjoy entertainment mm-hmm. a lot of times. Because it's not just fun to just sit around and drink and yeah. what else you got to do. Really they good do... fried pickles. Oh. Their snacks in general are really good. Yeah. That, the Irish nachos. Yeah. The, uh, they have really good food too. Yeah. And they do karaoke and live bands. So They do trivia night, uh, live bands, karaoke, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Yeah. And it's big. Pretty spacious. For being a hole in the wall bar, it is huge. Absolutely yeah. huge. Lots of pool tables. They've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven or eight pool tables, I mm-hmm. think. They've got one of those golf machines, the darts, um, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, that's always a fun little go-to. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Sundance Square in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. uh, the library, which that's the second one, I'd say, is pretty open mm-hmm. and has some entertainment. Entertainment, uh, a few pool, pool tables. tables. They've got a ski ball. Ski ball, that's it. They've got some other stuff too. I think they've got the basketball hoops and maybe a few other things. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of cool because there's an mm-hmm. upstairs to that as yeah. well. They have a whole side section for just like sitting and lounging, and then you've mm-hmm. got the other side with pool tables. And yeah. They, they departmentalize it very well yeah, um, they do. there. And it's called a library because. They keep a bunch of old library books yeah. at their bar, and they put your receipt in a book when you go and mm-hmm. sign the receipt. So it's, yeah. that's kind of neat, <laughs> but loosely called yeah. the library because of that. Yeah. But no fun. And that's uh, on that theme. Um, another one in Fort Worth, not too far from Sunday, or in downtown Fort Worth, um, is Thompson's Bookstore. Mm. Old building built in the... 30s 40s something like that um prohibition style bar has a speakeasy in the basement that you have to have a password for which is pretty cool it is pretty cool um it is also it is rather small but since it's two stories it kind of evens out a little bit sure um but it bookstore it is like library library themed as well so they put your receipts in books there too that's right Um, and that i mean pricey but they're Craft drinks are. Yeah, it, it's specialty craft drinks. Like, you can't just... I don't think you can just go and order just a straight-up beer or something like that there. I, I remember I really one time, don't... me and Kristen went for my birthday. And what did she order? <laughs> I think we both just got, like, James on the Rocks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> they charge you an arm and a leg. I was about to say, I'm just sure because that it's a... a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So no, if you do go, if you're gonna spend money, get a get actually one of their signature craft drinks. Because their drinks are really good. They are. So don't just get like a normal yeah. thing. You don't. You get everywhere else. That's yeah. a place to go get something special. Yeah, it. That's a really great place. Um, another place in Fort Worth, and I'll get to ones outside of Dallas Fort Worth is Silverleaf. Now it's actually a cigar lounge. Um, so if the cigar lounge, if cigar isn't your thing, can't smoke cigarettes in there. No, strictly like cigars. That. Strictly cigars. Maybe pipes. I don't know. And it's sports. They got some TVs and stuff like that. Like, yeah. um, 
but they've got a really good a full obviously it, it is a bar that has a cigar room and right you can buy a cigar you could just go and have a drink oh yeah but you can't bitch about the yeah cigar the, smell because that's the thing they've got really good options for both their liquor and their cigars and i'm not very aficionado with the cigars <laughs> but they have these little if you're not big on them either they have these little skinny ones mm-hmm. <laughs> like cigarellos i guess Cigarill- it's even smaller than most cigarillos are and it's pre-cut and easy to light and so good that's be- what i usually go with good for beginners i would definitely say yeah, yeah um, that's that's fair <laughs> that's moving fair. out of dallas fort worth um the moose knuckle pub in austin on 6th Street. <laughs> we went there the weekend oh, of my graduation. 6th Street. We were walking up and down 6th Street. Um, Got pretty shit-faced. We did. And that was probably our favorite bar. They had uh, a lot of them on 6th Street. They're really small. Yeah. And they didn't have a and lot of entertainment. That one had... That one had... Beer Pong? Yeah, Beer Pong. There. They had a couple other things too, but that one had Beer Pong. We had fun there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of shots. And then New York, like we said, the Vesper and the Chandelier are our two favorites. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. What did I say? New York. Oh, yeah, New York. Haven't been to New York yet. That's on the bucket list. Um, yeah, that's true. Vegas-wise, um, Chandelier and the Vesper are two favorites. Another favorite is probably Nine Fine Irishmen mm. at a New York, New York. Another Irish shout-out. <laughs> yeah. Um, New York, New York, Las Vegas, Nine Fine Irishmen. Really great. It's a traditional English-Irish-style pub feel um love the atmosphere there the drinks are good and um, which uh hotel does that, New York, is that? New York. oh you did say that yeah okay um but what's really great about this place actually isn't even the drinks it's the food mm. the and when we Irish, say food there's one thing. there's one thing in particular <laughs> literally haven't eaten anything else at this place because why would you um but the Irish nachos at Nine Fine Irishmen, holy fuck. It's technically an appetizer dish. But they're big. They're big. It's an appetizer. Um, and like the waitress, the last time I was there, the waitress looked at us kind of weird when that's what <laughs> I ordered for my meal. And even when me and you went last time, like the waitress we had then, she looked at us kind of weird as well. And like, let us live our life. I know. I just want a nice nacho and a tall Guinness. And that, because the oh, the Irish nachos. I, I don't get it with any meat. No chicken. No beef hash. No nothing. Just Irish nachos playing. Holy fuck! Yeah, amazing. Comes with uh, the the beer cheese and a chives uh, aioli and uh, oh, just it's so good. it's, It's good. So, so good. But, well, that is our uh, little spiel on alcohol, I guess. Yeah. Any yeah. parting thoughts for our audience before we leave them for a week? Um, not too much to say. Just I hope, uh, you know, you listen to this podcast and you get some good, uh, if you're open to new ideas of brands and stuff that you haven't had before. Hope this helped you out. Um, and like we said, try all of our... Yeah, uh, on like both. Like it or not. Favorite or least favorite. Yeah. I mean, try them all, obviously. And you'll know. But, um, yeah, so for all you little aficionados out there, or just enjoy drink, mm-hmm. you know, I hope this was uh, fun and also 
helpful. And uh, I want to give a shout out. We haven't done this before. I want to give a shout out to, not a shout out, I guess, but recommend, I guess, that people visit our Instagram page. Oh, yeah, And give yeah, us yeah. a follow. Um, at Millennials with Mike's podcast. Yeah. On Instagram. Um, has a link to our podcast dashboard where you can find our podcast each week. Mm-hmm. We do post the day that we launch our podcast. Or yeah. the day each week that we po- look, launch our podcast, we post. Um, and you can find us there. You can send us any questions. Yeah. Um, anything Any suggestions like on topics to uh, to talk about too? I mean, yeah, whatever. So, so yeah, go and give us a follow. And yes. other than that, stay safe, be healthy. We'll see you next.